0: Welcome to Hearts of Caregiving, Nurturing the Souls of Caregivers. This podcast focuses on supporting and empowering caregivers who selfishly dedicate their time and energy caring for others. Whether you're a professional caregiver or supporting a loved one, we offer a sanctuary for inspiration, self-care tips, and and a reminder that you're not alone on your journey. Hosted by Velda Brannison, Janine Marbury Bryant, and Mary C. Hartfield. Tune in every Wednesday as we explore the profound impact of caregiving and discover the power of nurturing your own heart along the way.
1: Welcome to Harsher Caregiving Podcast. I am so excited. This is our second podcast. Um, Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Just reminding me, remind you, not me, (laughs) who your host is. I am Mary C. Hartfield. You have Janine Marbury Bryant and Velda Branson. And excited today, we're going to hear Velda Branson's journey as being a caregiver. Um, part of that is we just want to highlight the important personal caregiving experiences and shaping the podcast content and mission. So our first interview is going to be with Valda on her experience as a caregiver. So, Janine, I'll let you go ahead and start the questioning and interview.
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you, Mary. Um, today, Velda, the spotlight is on you and your experience mm-hmm. in caregiving. Can you share with us your initial experience with caregiving?
2: Uh, Yes, I can. (laughs) You know, my initial experience with caregiving was becoming the caregiver for both my mom and my dad. Um, With my mom, uh, her health started to decline. And with her declining health, I suddenly found out that what she was dealing with was uh, Alzheimer's and dementia. So as far as my experience, it involved me having to learn exactly what did that mean and what did that mean as far as my actually looking at how to uh, take care of my mom as well as my dad who had a heart condition.
0: Okay, so caring for both mom and dad, how challenging was there a specific point that you realized the significance of caregiving, the impact it was having on
2: you? You know when you talk about realizing the uh the impact, it definitely changed my life. And when I talk about changing my life, now I suddenly realize that my time wasn't always my time. Mm-hmm. you know I had to look at how to make time for my parents, what did that mean as far as the role that I would be playing for them and with them, identifying ways to support them. Uh, Also, now I'm having to look at ways that I can actually take care of myself at the same time. So again, this was definitely a, a major impact when we talk about caregiving and what that role meant for me taking care of not just one person but actually taking care of two people at the same time in the same household,
1: so we you know you say in the same household, so I assume you had your home, they had their home. How did you take care of them, and did you have did you have brothers and sisters that could support you?
2: Now, that's a good question also, because initially I also had my own home. So when you talk about looking at how to run two households and running uh, back and forth and back and forth, uh, definitely lots of challenges. Uh, I know that uh, I was very fortunate to uh, have a sister who at that particular time also had a family family. Of kids that were dealing with uh, football games, (laughs) school work, dance classes. So, again, with my being the the divorced single one, it seemed to have allowed my time, if you will, to be more flexible than that. When you think about what my sister had going on, you know, for her as far as a husband and kids that had all these other places to be. However, I must say that that that's still her looking at what could she do to support? What could she do to help? Because again, we both knew that we were very fortunate to have great parents, but at the same time, it was understood that I was the primary caregiver uh, for my parents.
1: So it fell to you. I know, Janine, you had a question earlier we were talking about, we're before the interview, but talking about self-care.
0: Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. When did you realize, Velda, that you were part of the caregiving situation as
2: well, caring for yourself? You know, again, that's another great question. Because for a long time, I didn't really think about myself that way. I felt like all I could do was have time to think about what I was doing to care for my parents. And I can honestly tell you that I spent a lot of time dealing with burnout. I know Mm -hmm. I spent a lot of time dealing with stress. I also had the feelings of guilt because I knew that uh, with everything that my parents had done, you know, for me, there was no reason for me not to be there So I showed up even when I felt tired because I felt like there was no one else to show up. But after a while, I think something jumped in when you talk about how you cannot actually serve from an empty cup. And I know that there was times when I just felt like I was totally drained, that I didn't have anything else to give. I wasn't getting rest or anything. And thanks to uh, some friends that said, you know what? you need to look at how to slow down and how to start doing some things for yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's when I realized, you know what, in order for me to be successful, as far as taking care of my parents, I need to look at what am I doing to take care of myself. So looking at how to start getting more rest, looking at how to take a little more time for self, It really allowed me to be more empowered actually, to do more for my parents. So okay. that's Thank when I you. the importance <laughs> of self-care.
1: Right. That's good. Because, you know, and I think you brought up a couple of things that come to my mind. You talked about your friends supported you. You know, it reminds us when, you know, we always think, oh, I got friends. But really, you got to have those supportive friends, not those friends that look on and just say, okay, she Okay. But they are supportive friends that also think about you because just like on an airplane, they always say put the oxygen mask on you first before you put it on someone else. So self-care is so important, as you mentioned. So part of it I think about is also you have a Facebook group. Tell us a little bit about I that do. and how that came about.
2: I do. Yeah, it, it's it's really interesting how, things come into being because, you know, when I tell you about uh, self-care and how that was a journey and something that I didn't start out knowing anything about. And then I started talking to other caregivers. And the more I talked to other caregivers, I found out how many caregivers had similar stories like mine, feeling tired, feeling burnt out, feeling guilty, feeling stressed out, feeling like uh They didn't have time to do things for themselves. And at the same time, watching their health uh, deteriorate. So we started talking about the fact that, you know what, we have to find ways to take care of ourselves without feeling guilty. And the question is, well, how do I do that? So uh, the more I thought about it, I was like, you know what, we need to have a caregiver support group. And when I say caregiver support group, this was on Facebook, just looking at how to put some situations in that maybe be just motivational quotes, uh, something to say, stay encouraged. Uh, what can you do to take care of yourself? It's okay to be tired. It's okay to cry. Uh, it's okay to know that you're not perfect. It's okay to know that you can't do everything yourself. And that actually started the uh, the Facebook page. And I guess the exciting part is is knowing how many people out there felt like, yes, that is true. Yes, that's exactly how I feel. And thank you so much because so many people don't want to admit it because they feel like that somehow that's showing that they're less than maybe what they feel like they should be. So, again, that was the beginning of the uh, Caregivers Group uh, Facebook page. And it's just so nice to know that it's made an impact on so many people, just like we know that we're doing here with this podcast.
1: Right. Because tell everyone the Facebook page name.
2: Uh, It's actually called Caregivers Group. Okay. So, if someone wants to go on uh, Facebook, all you have to do is put in caregivers group and um when you see the page it's actually a yellow banner there and you'll actually see where it says uh miss v because some people don't meet as uh you know miss v not just Val, but it talks about miss v's uh place and again it's all about being able to show love and support to uh primarily family caregivers who are you know caring for um family members. So that was the beginning. Wow! And it's just so nice to know that it's been able to reach so many people,
0: and you have been, um, I suppose, a pillar for many others who have relied on on your page, on your Facebook page, as a place to find support. Yes. Now on your journey with caregiving, how would you, how would you say you gain the ability to cope, to cope with the pressure
2: of being there? One of the biggest coping skills is knowing that it's okay to sometimes not to be okay that it is okay that if you have to cry sometimes to go ahead and cry and not hold it back. It's okay to be able to say, Lord, what am I gonna do? <laughs> Where do I go to get help? Right. You know, and again, uh finding out how to maybe just take time to meditate. Uh, I'm also a person that believes in the power of prayer, you know, and sometimes just knowing that, hey, finding that quiet place, to be able to just know that uh, I need to regroup. I need to regroup so that I can come back stronger and I can come back uh, better so that uh, I can continue the journey. Because I think the thing that we know is that for most of us, it's not a journey that we actually signed up for, but uh, it's a journey that we ended up on. So now we have to look at how are we going to make it work best for ourselves as well as the person that we're caring for?
1: So you, you know, um, your parents passed away, but Mm -hmm. your caregiving isn't over, right?
2: (laughs) You know, it's really interesting because uh, I don't know whether it's it's good or bad to say once a caregiver, always a caregiver, you know. However, uh, somehow I feel like uh, you know, different people have different callings, I guess, on their on their life. And uh, the fact that, uh, you know, I was a caregiver for my mom, my dad, and then there's other people that I've, you know, supported and, you know, done some things with. But it's really interesting to know that my father's sister, who is uh, the only one that is still uh, living, is 100 years old. And what's really interesting is the fact that she actually asked me to be her caregiver. Wow. You know, she approached me, you wow. know, uh, you know, with that. So I guess on that, it's like, what do you say? <laughs> right. You you call. Call.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's What, what a I testimony. <laughs> what a testimony of your care, of your love shining through. and she saw it wow
2: that's great Belda yeah but again it's just a reminder that you know sometimes we don't know how we're going to end up right (laughs) so uh again knowing that you know what does that mean and knowing now I think more than ever you know what I've learned is the importance of self-care you know so that uh you can look at how you can better care for someone else and not feel guilty about it Mm
1: -hmm. Right. Oh, that's good. Makes a point. I I know where that's one of the things we're going to talk about, not feeling guilty about self-care. So that's a great point. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Valda. That was, um, I hope everyone enjoyed hearing more about Valda because that was great um, about her journey. I'm sure we'll always, as we're questioning people, we'll be throwing in things about each other's journey. I know that the next one is going to be Janine Bryant and her journey and kind of significance <laughs> of it.
0: Well, thank you, Mary. You know, um, I'm thinking of Avelda and some of the unique challenges that she faced with moving in with mom and dad, putting her life on hold for just the, for a brief period of time. And you never know how brief brief can be, because sometimes a brief time is a matter of years. And then when you look back, it just seems like it was just a moment in time. Right. So, Velda, I'd like to thank you for sharing. I'd like to thank you for, for being open with us in, in terms of some of those personal things that you went through. And I'd like to encourage our listeners to stay tuned for next week, and as we remind you, to take a look at our Facebook page, share your journey, share your thoughts in terms of what you think of our of our Hearts of Caregiving podcast, and topics that you would want for us to cover as well. So until next time. Take care. Thank you for listening to Hearts of Caregiving. You can find us on our Facebook page, Hearts of Caregiving. Be sure to subscribe, like, and share. Until next time, take care.